All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Crutchler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of not only just a live TV, but also the Women Sporting Women Can Network. Today's episode is all about how to embrace your emotions. Um, this is a huge one and I'm absolutely fantastically excited for this episode because embracing your emotions is very, very important. Today's episode has been sponsored by Phoenix Identity, who is offering you their PDF. Really, it's straight, simple, and forward. Just click the link and you get access to it. It is called Stop Your Stress. It's all about stress and how stress can, you know, damage your, you know, not only your life, but your physical, your physical health. So we're going to be doing that today. Uh, my guest co-host and I today will be talking about, again, how to embrace your emotions, um, emotional stability, health, and the well-being to reduce stress, depression, and overwhelm. So let's get started. I'm going to hand it over to my guest speaker today to introduce yourself. Karen, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen. I, I'm a life coach. I'm also a mental and high-performance coach. Um, well, there's a lot to know about me, but basically the way I coach is going to holistically, I focus from the mental and emotional state of things that lead to our behavior. I'm very spiritual in that way, very practical as well. So that's me. And see, you and I get along perfectly in that because we do very similar things in that respect. Right. We're very similar topics, yeah. but love it. you and I had so... I love today's episode. I'm describing my cheat sheet on, on our pre-screening interview. Um, yeah. Embracing your emotions. It's, yeah. you know, I've done episode after episode where I've mentioned the positivity movement and just how toxic that is. Mm. The positivity movement was all about, you know, ignore your, sorry, I straightened my hair today. So I'm going to be playing with my hair today. Um, <laughs> all about, you know, uh, ignoring negativity or removing negativity the positivity movement didn't isn't actually helping anybody create a healthier you know or a happier life it's just yeah. oh hey you know you're feeling these negative emotions we're just going to ignore that and and do whatever with it right yeah. and I never agreed with that and I think with embracing your emotions you have to embrace all of your emotions and we're not doing that yeah the, the idea, the fundamental idea that an emotion is bad, <laughs> literally, you guys, increases it. <laughs> because when you feel rejected, when you feel like, imagine a child. I always have my uh, clients look at their emotions as children. Sometimes you're, I don't have kids yet, but I have like 17, 18. I can't remember the number of nephews and nieces that I have already. Uh, we're probably at the 20th already. Um, and basically think about it as children. When they stand next to their mom or dad and they're like, mommy, 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 and you don't listen to them, what do they do? They scream harder, mommy, mommy, mommy. And then you look down and you're like, what? Like I'm working. Nothing, I just wanted to play. I just wanted to get your attention. So the idea is that it's not calling out to your attention because it's big, it's overwhelming, it's scary, it's negative uh, um, in the sense. It's calling out to your attention because it needs energy to transform into something different. Yeah. <laughs> That's what emotions are. Emotions are energy in motion. And it needs to trans. That's why we feel better when we cry, for example, because that energy transforms it's something else the fact that we label the anger or sadness as negative emotions is really unhealthy you know and I I love that I absolutely do I always say spirituality is like a, a toddler having a temper tantrum right 
um, your spirituality does the same thing. It's like, hi, I'm here. Hi, I'm here. And then you ignore it and ignore it and ignore it. And then it's like full-blown temper tantrum. Right. Right? And that's why people have dark, dark night of the soul is because they right. ignored it. Right. Yes. For um, so long. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So your emotions are kind of the same when you, when you're not embracing your emotions, you're stuffing them down. Right. And mm-hmm. they have, they have a purpose. They have a meaning. What I like to teach my own clients is that your emotions are a lesson, right? So if you have an emotion, if you're overwhelmed, there it's, it's trying to teach you something about being overwhelmed. Okay. So what's overwhelming me? How can I change that? Right. How can I change this feeling into empowerment to, you know, motivate myself? Maybe you're not motivated. I've, Oh, the last few weeks, yeah. my husband, um, about eight weeks ago now broke mm-hmm. a and broke his ankle. He hasn't been able to walk. He, he still can't walk. Um, and he's just started physiotherapy. And so it's a little bit overwhelming and I'm like, okay, well, why am I overwhelmed? What exactly about this whole scenario is overwhelming me? And right. it's because now I'm, now I'm doing everything. And so I went up to my kids and I said, you guys need to help me. I get my older two sons to come over. They take up the garbage. They, you know, not that I don't take up the garbage, but they'll put the garbage out. They'll do the yard. They'll, they'll come and help me. Of course they come and eat here. So they should be coming and helping me. Um, But my younger two as well, it's like, okay, you all have chores to do. I need you to pick up those chores. Right. And my overwhelm was teaching me that I needed to delegate. I needed to take control and I needed everybody to do what they needed to do. I found things that my husband can do that don't require him to walk. Exactly. Right. Those sit down things. Yes. Yeah. Your emotions have a lesson. It's part of, you know, they have a purpose. They have a purpose. And again, when you stuff them down and you're ignoring them, they just get bigger. And I I always say your emotions are like a volcano, right? And especially with the Mm. toxic positivity. If you are ignoring, pushing aside or pushing down negative, negative emotions, they're not actually going anywhere. You're not releasing, you're not transmitting. You're literally storing them in your body. Yeah. You're storing them in your body. So your physical Mm -hmm. body takes a hit. You're Mm -hmm. storing them in your mentality. So your mentality is taking a hit. You're your energy. So your energetic levels are you know consistently lowering, or you're Mm -hmm. having to drink more or not drink more alcohol, but drink, drink, you know, take supplements, whatever you need to do for your physical health and and energy to actually get stuff done. Supplement that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So it's, it's this whole volcano. And then eventually all of those negative emotions have nowhere else to go and they explode. And then every aspect of your life starts to get impacted by these emotions that you've been ignoring and those emotions. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming you'll agree. Anybody yeah. who's had- not just agree like that, that rage then gets labeled as negative and which makes anger look bad again, which perpetrates the idea that emotions are negative because they cause us these outbursts. But if we dealt with them in the first time they called for our attention, that is how we really experience life. That's how we interact with life, right? That's our intuition speaking to us at all times through emotions, through thoughts, everything ever started with a thought. So that's our kind of inner loop that keeps happening, right? Thought, emotion, become an action, become a type of behavior. That is all that we are. We are ignoring the emotional part 
nothing is going to change and we want things to change. Yeah, exactly. I, I love emotional health and well-being. And I think every one of my businesses in one way, shape or form works with emotional health and well-being, right? Your emotional, your mindset, those limiting beliefs, all everything that goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. And when you're not depression now i'm not talking clinical depression or medical yeah, depression neither. you know I, that we're I not talking know. imbalances yeah, i'm talking emotional depression yeah. you know when you get to a point where you've stuffed all of these emotions and you're not embracing your emotions or even working through those emotions then you know that drugs alcohol uh you start leaning towards uh outside influences to make you feel better sex mm -hmm. drugs alcohol um, partying, whatever that looks like, right? Going on multiple vacations all the time just because you can't handle your every any escape, thing, really. right? Any yeah. escape. Yeah. What and depression really is is suppressed emotions. That's what you're saying. It's that it's in the name, depression. It's suppressed emotions. You unlock those emotions, suddenly you're not depressed anymore. Yeah. It's not a it's click at the finger, it's work. Yeah, it is definitely. I was just about to say that. I was like, it's not as yeah. easy as it sounds, but yeah, it's definitely it, it's not. Um, I had a lady the other day and, and I love this woman dearly. And she said to me that um, her, her therapist had said, I can't work with you. I can't do anything for you. And I'm like, what? Like what? And it was, she, mm -hmm. she told her, oh, you're doing all the things you're doing all the things. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like what's, what exactly here is going on? Right. I, and so one of the problems is a shopping addiction. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, addiction addiction is stemming from a need to replace or remove an emotion an emotion that's literally yeah. what it is i yeah. said so what emotion when did it start what happened or what were you feeling around the time that you became yeah. a shopaholic like what 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 happened right yeah oh yeah i had a customer like that recently where it's just the emotional closeness was so hard that i could see a regular therapist turning them away because there was no regard to how I feel and even acknowledging that feelings are there and that they're driving anything that I do. There was just an expectation for perfection and that's it. And that's pretty much the worst mindset we could, we could ever have. Yeah. It's just, it all comes down from like a, a sense of, I am not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm not anything. And like you said, the idea of emotion has a purpose. So if it's there to give you something and you're not listening, it's going to accumulate. And then you're going to, instead of dealing with it, suddenly it's just like uh, the movie inside out, right? It's, we would do anything, but sit with sadness. I love that movie. If, if I were a teacher, I would show it from ages like third grade and up every year to everyone that's literally what the message of emotion is, is about nobody ever wants to sit with sadness to find out that she's grief to find out that she's loneliness to find out that she's a sense of not worthiness to find out where she's coming from what is she here to tell us people say my emotion is i don't want to be feeling that but you are the reason that that emotion is here Okay, you are the reason that this is showing up in your life. You are feeling this way. Emotion is not doing something to you. <laughs> you are being expressed be before you realize what you are actually thinking and being. That's what intuition is, is that sense before we really know, before we can even label these things, we are already in the, in the space of feeling. And that's why it's so important. Oprah calls it listening to the whispers of life. It's not just... 
how you feel. It's literally what your interim, in, in, like your wisdom is telling you about everything else. Should I be walking in this dark alley right now at night? My intuition is saying, like there's like spidey senses up. It's not just these feelings. It's everything you're sensing in the world. Is this person being fake with me or not? Are they being authentic right now? I'll be able to tell. That's why sometimes we follow leaders or coaches and sometimes we don't because they don't feel like they, they are speaking their truth. For example, if I didn't deal with my own feelings, how the hell would I be sitting here talking to you about feelings? You understand what I'm saying? So intuition is the way we sense the world and feelings and thoughts are an expression of that. So it, stepping from that to the actual addition, addiction, you didn't do a lot of the inner work in between and then the addiction uh, showed up. So the body and mind can take a lot for it to be processed in this way. You basically said to yourself in your head time and time and time again, I will not deal with this hurt. I will not deal with this pain. This is too scary. This is too traumatic. You put a wall up and then it shows up in a different way because it's here for you. It's saying purify this. Look here. Pay attention here. That's what awareness is about. Paying specific attention because we're always aware of everything. Yep. And so the specific emotion wants specific attention. See, and I look at it a little bit differently. So mm -hmm. for me, intuition is energetic, right? It's energetic. So mm -hmm. I coined the, the phrase uh, quite some time ago that our reality is based, is created by our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. But our emotions are created by our mindset, right? Yeah. Now our feelings are energetic, where our emotions are mental, right? Mm -hmm. your, your emotional health is, is mental. So when you're sitting there and let's say somebody sm slaps you across the face, yeah, you're like, ow, oh, that hurts, right? What is your response? So now if you're in the toxic positivity, right? You're like instantly, oh, that's okay. And you're going to just let them do it because they didn't do anything. You have nothing to worry about, right? It's just, it's, it's all wiped away because it's negativity. Now, if you're living in a negative mindset, right? So toxic negativity, because there is, there is toxic negativity and toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, instantly, you're going to snap back, right? <clears throat> now, both of those responses are mental yeah, based on your thought process, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if for somebody like me, I'm going to be like, okay, did this person actually mean to hit me? Because if this person meant to hit me, then my, I'm going to react, right? So I sit there and I'm going to like, do that again. And you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. right? I'm going to, I'm going to get angry and I'm going to be like, do it again. And you're going to get hurt. Now, if they do it again, they're going to get hurt. Like it just, there's no way around it. I'm going to retaliate, right? Or I'm going to defend myself in whatever way I need to defend myself at that time, Pretty right? Much that's what anger is. It's that's in your own boundaries. It's a lot. It's, it's healthy. You are not, it's healthy. Of right? course, it's healthy. It's the healthiest it's thing. Not to retaliate, you guys. No. Just to feel the anger. Not to react out of the emotional, but yeah. logical, right? Like, I can be an absolute and utter raging um, bitch, for lack of better terminology. I absolutely can be. Sorry, apologize for the language. But I know that I can be. I'm not like that all the time. But if I need to be, those negative emotions or that negative anger that everybody's talking about, if I need that to protect myself or protect my family, you can't have full positivity and still defend your family. 
right? Like there, there to has me, to be that healthy balance. Yeah. To me, it's about feeling the feeling, not about like, what, like you said, our emotions and our mentality are re- literally creating our reality. So if we feel like our, our personal space or our family space is in, da- in danger, that's what it's going to be. If we're coming to it from the beginning, okay, somebody slapped me and they're going through something. How did I even end up here? Where on the way did I not respect my own personal boundaries? You could have stepped out uh, a while ago, unless it's like a dire situation. And obviously we're not talking yeah, about Yeah, obviously that. there's, yeah. But yeah, but the idea that you're trying to portray is, is there negative toxicity and there's positive. We don't want to lean each way because every time we do so, we decide for our emotions and that's not the right thing to do. You're telling your emotions, just be this way, all is fine, or we're constantly in danger, like uh, protect me, respond, respond to me, and like be on high alert, which is literally creating your reality. If anybody has seen The Secret, anything like that, your thoughts are, and your emotions are literally physically creating your reality energetically. So you make choices. It's on about that. what you choose. Yeah. Yeah. The choice. So I, I wrote a book a few years ago on relationships, right? So mm-hmm. I took all of my past relationships, the failed relationships, and I'm going to quotations failed because I love, I love failures. I took all of my past relationships and I figured out they didn't end well. Not all of them end well. You know, if I saw any of my exes on the street, I'd be like, Hey, how are you? That'd be it. Right. But they weren't the greatest, but they each had a lesson for me. There are people, so this is embracing your, your emotions, right? They didn't end well. I was heartbroken, right? Obviously my very last relationship before my marriage, I was cheated on and it was just a toxic relationship. I didn't realize it going forward. I could have allowed the pain and the hurt from those relationships to stop me from creating this one, right? If I'm emotionally reacting, because a reaction is an emotional reaction. It's emotional. There's no logic behind a reaction. It's emotionally based on the way you feel by a trigger. Now I reacted though. And I said, okay, what can I do differently? I got into the marriage that I'm in or the relationship that I'm in now, which I've been in for 15 years, mm-hmm. this relationship, I said, okay, I'm not going to manipulate. I'm not going to, if I'm feeling threatened or I'm feeling defensive, I'm not going to say things or do things just to hurt you because I'm volatile and vindictive. If I get angry or if I feel pushed into a corner, my goal, if I get pushed to a certain point is to hurt you more than you've hurt me. That is the only thought that comes into my head when I'm pushed to that limit. Yeah. Right. And so, but I know how to control that. And if I called in any one of my children right now and said, what do I, what does mom do when she's angry? They're going to tell you she puts herself on a timeout. Mm-hmm. because I say, I don't want to hurt you. And that's the logical, right? That's the, that's the response. Mm-hmm. When you have emotions, if you have the end of a relationship or a traumatic relationship or, or some sort of experience that gives you those negative emotions, you can close yourself off from any further event type relationship that is even remotely similar, even if it is your dream relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so when you don't embrace your emotions and know how to actually process them you close yourself off yeah 
more than that, even when you don't deal with your actual emotions, whatever you were feeling, feeling in that hurt, you're not going to have that perfect relationship because it's not going to show up in your life. You're not going to be emotionally ready. Therefore, you're not going to be summoning the right people towards you. Yep. I didn't find my true love until I actually had my life turned around because the way I was behaving when I was in my 20s wasn't compatible with the relationship that I wanted to have. And so everything that you're saying is basically, I did the inner work. And by the way, when you actually do the inner work, in reality, the way I'd like to teach my clients is that in the end, it doesn't have to take long, I believe in rapid transformations. You don't have to put yourself in a timeout at some point because you wouldn't need, you won't, it won't be arising within you that sensation that you need to defend yourself because you won't be thinking about that situation as something that would be angry some. You will be thinking, okay, there's a person in front of me yelling. They have issues. They have stuff going on. Did I feel like I contributed anyway? Do your inner inquiry. Relax. Let it pass through you and move on to the next experience of your life. So this is the difference between responding to something and reacting. Reacting is knee-jerk, right? You just snap. You just do that. Your mind says go. Yeah, your mind says go. Why? Because the emotion is so tapped out. Because you are capped out with something. So immediately that's your knee-jerk reaction. What happens if you deal with that? What if it, what happens if your cup is lowering and lowering emotionally and you're relaxing and allowing things through you instead of into you and getting stuck within you and staying that way for a very those long amount triggers, of time? Right? Yeah. For me, yeah. those are triggers, right? Yeah. Any those are your thorns, exactly. Yeah, the, the triggers. Mm-hmm. I, I love it when people talk about triggers. Uh, we have a comment. So I agree. You can't be fully positive to give you the result you want. Negative and positive are two sides of the emotional coin. Absolutely. I love it. Thank you. Energy ball, sir. Absolutely. Um, it's about balance, you guys. It's about it balance. Is. And the balance is not perfect. Let me say that very clear. And oh, the, point. the balance is not perfect. The balance is just going to be your flow. That's why life has a flow. And I feel like sometimes we turn around, try swimming up against that flow. We try to make it perfect, try to make it good, positive, negative, whatever. Just go with the flow. Things will be fine. Yep. Let your emotions kind of air out the way they need to, not the way you decided they need yep. to. We did an episode uh, a couple weeks ago called Riding the Waves, like riding your own waves, right? And that's exactly it. It's riding those waves. We are, so if you want to talk the purpose of life, so you and I are spiritual. Um, I love it when people say, what's the purpose of life? I'm like, I know, I know. Um, So the purpose of life is we're here to experience, right? So I firmly believe, and whether you believe or not, that's totally okay, right? I'm all about different opinions and different beliefs, but I firmly believe that we're here to experience. I don't believe there's negativity on the other side. I believe that side's just kind of like a, an easy go with the flow. Like there's no, there's no trauma there, right? That's yeah. here. So mm-hmm. we're here to experience. And, and as we have different lifetimes, I'm a past life regressionist as well. So as we have different lifetimes, We're supposed to learn things while we're here. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. point of living is to live. It's to experience. It's to experience the ebb and flow. It's the up and down, the negative and positive. If we don't experience negativity, we don't learn. We don't process and we don't grow, right? Some of the most traumatic experiences of my life opened me up to something even more amazing than I could have imagined right? Yeah, absolutely. Like the way I explain it to my clients that are not as spiritual is I basically say, 
If we are here to experience, yes, but think about energy and the soul and whatever it is you want to call it, consciousness, awareness, as something that is everything, right? It's everything, it's everyone, it's, it's everything. That's what energy is. And if it's here to experience, that means it's here to explore what it is not. So you are seeing that you are not duality. You are seeing that you are not positive, negative, and everything in between. That's how you know who you are, because when you're everything, you can't know who you are. And so to me, that purpose is to experience what you are not, which is all of these human personal things that we are going through and really checking in with the soul that you are. To me, that's what spirituality is. Never about uh, a lot of people come to me and say, teach me to meditate. I have to quiet my mind. I'm like, okay, rule number one, meditation is not about quieting the mind. The mind is here to wonder why is the mind rushing? Because you've given it a task for years to solve problems for you. Help me solve this. Help me solve that. I feel uncomfortable. If we learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, the majority of our, of our emotions will quiet down. Literally, will, the majority of them. Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep. When you talk about those past... Uh, traumas that's exactly what it is we were super uncomfortable and that got stuck and then we gave that stuckness a meaning not only did we give it a meaning we made it to be something that we are and that's when things go haywire i'm about to do a class uh in my spiritual teaching business i'm about to do a class on meditation because mm -hmm. meditation is and and i've gotten frustrated with this <laughs> all the time mm -hmm. I wholeheartedly 100% agree. Meditation is not to clear your mind, it's to calm. It's literally just to calm. It's to calm your emotion, it's to calm your energy, it's to calm your body so that you can, the thoughts can flow. Thought comes in, good, and we let it go, yeah. right? We might yeah, think on it, we might find, Yeah, the way I explain it is like to find a place of serenity and peace behind yeah. The mess behind the thing you're yep. not actively quieting anything down you're not actively you're not doing it too meditation is your birthright to be happy and quiet happy with yourself. yeah your happy place with yourself and it doesn't mean it's happy the way people are thinking about it i feel all flowy and fun no you find a place of peacefulness beyond all the noise noise then the noise doesn't get the majority of your attention you're not fueling that attention because where energy goes where attention goes energy flows and so if you're not fueling that attention now everything quiets down my it's a side effect of being with yourself yeah my absolute happy place is driving my car music blaring i'm either screaming crying or singing whatever is going on at that moment and i'm just driving and listening to music that's my happy place that is my yeah. favorite place to be. that's meditation for me right yeah. i mm -hmm. don't People think that meditation should be i like, can do that <laughs> yeah you can that, do that right? that's a type of meditation yeah. I've done sure. it. there are so many different types of meditation and the purpose of meditation is whatever you want it to be as long as it's releasing and calming emotions that's to me that's all it is but there are side effects to meditation that people need to know about um rocking right if you've ever meditated and i don't think people who teach meditation teach this enough I have had, and I have had numerous experiences. I haven't taught them, but other people have. My absolute, one of my best friends, panic, anxiety, just very overwhelmed, very emotional, was told to do meditation, tried to do meditation, will never do it again because she started shaking. She felt like she was doing out of body. The, those are 
possibilities. You're always in control. That's the thing about meditation. You were always in control, but there are numerous different things that could come up that may feel scary, like Mm -hmm. shaking or your body rocking back and forth or, you know, the ebb and flow. When you get into that, it's, it's, you're in a deep relaxed state. That's what meditation is supposed to be. A deep relaxed relaxed state is the state where everything, all the yuckiness inside of us, all the all the ugly heads are revealing itself. That's why probably I'm guessing if she's dealing with a lot of anxiety, she felt all this movement and stuff. When I meditate, I don't feel the movement because I don't carry around that panic and things. So yes, yeah, yeah. I just don't have that. I don't get, like I get frustrated over other things, just not that. I have my own personal experience. But the idea of meditation is that in the moment when you're sitting, all the yuckiness comes up and that's the beauty. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to deal with. Not all of once like you said if it's caused the trauma for her her practitioner was did not put that in mind they didn't have enough preparation they didn't understand her as a person and where she's at in her process and they didn't meet her where she's at and so that was the mistake but absolutely like I wouldn't scare people and say you might have this you might have that because then they'll be expecting hey let's have this let's have that what is happening maybe I'll be moving maybe no, it's just your quiet time to be with yourself and watch everything. Watch everything that comes up because when we're hustling and bustling, we're not listening. And these are the whispers you want to reach and hear before they become bricks that fall on your head and really make a dent in your life. Yeah. We have a few more comments from Energy Pulse here. Then, and then I want to get into the types of meditation because embracing your emotions, meditation is a huge help for that. Um, yeah. So in my opinion, life is the biggest fate worse than death. However, that is due to my life experiences and no truly living has much more than that. But in order to get that, I have to stick to my truest, true self, regardless if I'm alone in it or not. Absolutely. Uh, I want to touch on that. I'm an identity coach. So everything that I do comes down to self. Mm -hmm. And with that, when you connect to who you truly are, And I have a smarter method. It's called the smarter method. It is an acronym, but I have a smarter method. And that's what I use in all of my teaching, no matter what area of life we're getting into. Um, It's it's how you truly connect to yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And it's every connection you possibly think of through that smarter method. And it's usually pretty easy to do. I'm not trying to sell it to you, but there is everything that we do. And I think that every person in the world, if we just truly connected to who we are, everything kind of falls into place after that right it starts to for sure um when she says she she basically is saying i need to be authentic mm -hmm. That, that is it and when you're authentically you you are being the full expression of yourself from there there's only growth yeah and most of the time we're just trying to not be authentic and kind of rush away from these things so she's absolutely correct yeah um meditating is something unique to you and can be done in any number of ways a lot of which serve more than one purpose absolutely wholeheartedly agree Mm -hmm. with that um out-of-body experiences are scary on the surface but they do come with the perks one of which is being able to have a bigger field of view which also lets you meditate better but then again to get to that point you have to embrace the out-of-body experience something not everyone can handle or endure absolutely Mm -hmm. i think if if somebody was going to I almost suggest that the first time you do meditation, do a guided meditation or do something where you're being monitored so that people kind of know, like take a meditation um, class, right? Where somebody's teaching a class and they're there if you have any questions, whether that's on a Zoom call, whether that's 
you know, in person or a group or, or a location, whatever that looks like, do a Zoom class or something along those lines to get that for anybody who's interested in trying meditation in that aspect. Um, no worries, feel free to teach me whatever they are. There are some things with energy I would like to teach others as well, although I never really get the chance. Absolutely, reach out. Um, Karen and I are both here. Uh, that's what the show is about, right? The show is all about giving people different perspectives, different techniques, different learning styles, and really talking about the things that people aren't talking about enough. Um, that's what the show is about. That's why it's called giving you something to talk about, <laughs> right? Is yeah. giving people those tools and those techniques, talking about you know, so you can find what works for you. That's the that, authenticity part, right? Nobody yep. can come and tell you what works for you. Try it out. Make a decision for yourself. Yep. And often to different things. Yeah. Right. Authenticity. I'd love to dig in that for a second. Authenticity isn't what people assume authenticity is. As soon as you hear authenticity and I, anybody who's watching or catching the replay, please comment below and let us know what you think of this, what comes up for you when you think of authenticity. For me, authenticity is just being true to yourself. Now, that doesn't mean I straighten my hair. So I don't wear makeup because I choose not to. I did when I was younger. I choose not to anymore. I get my nails done because it makes me feel good. I straighten my hair because it makes me feel good. It isn't that I'm not being authentic to myself. I am because that's what I enjoy, right? If... Why should that mean that you're not being authentic to yourself? Well, exactly, right? And I think that authenticity isn't where you, how you look. It isn't, it's how you feel, right? And it's the yeah. way you, you know, expressing yourself. If you are somebody who has tattoos, right? Like I have tattoos. If you have tattoos, that's self-expression. Not to say that you have to or you don't have to. Authenticity is just being authentically showing up as yourself expressing yourself authentically in whatever way oh, you perform yeah. and knowing mm -hmm. that that yeah. can change day to day day to day absolutely you are becoming a new person you are discovering more of the depth of who you are and who should say that something is right for one person or not right for one person it's about not following trends or anything that is socially acceptable it's about being who you are what you are fully regardless of what's going on regardless of what other people think and when you do that you actually become the most powerful self that you can be because you are following your intuition which is leading you somewhere it's not just aimless walking yeah absolutely uh energy pulser um i'm going to i'm going to quickly comment the link of my spiritual teaching and i believe that Yours is your link to your website is up as well, Karen, right? I, I know it is because I put it up there, but um, the comment here is mm, would be interested in learning about how to use your energy um, to power yourself up physically. I actually have a course on that. It's called uh, the chakra power course. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's finding your own power, right? Um, I believe as an energy healer, as a spiritual teacher, I believe that we have an epicenter of power uh, within us. And for each person, it's a different chakra, a different location, uh, multiple chakras, whatever you want, wherever you, um, wherever it is for you, mm -hmm. there's going to be ones that are higher and lower depending, right? Um, but it's all about, there's a, there's a power within us. Yeah. And depending on, you know, you can take your love language, you can take the way you express yourself. We all have 
a chakra or, or a location in our chakras that will actually power ourselves physically. And it's, it's tapping into that power and it gives you confidence, clarity, courage to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, I teach it from the other way, by the way. I'm more of an unblocking what's blocking you type of coach, meaning whatever chakra that you are being blocked towards, for example, if it's your chakra that is in charge of confidence, that's the chakra we work on to regain that confidence. So it's not about where your source of power is, is where your, your energy is being blocked to being able to be at its full potential, which is your power. Yeah. We do like chakra cleansing and all of that in the program. So it's nice, but yeah, absolutely. I just, we just detail which one it is. That's kind of your, your superpower, right? And finding that super, that super cell chakra within yourself. Um, sorry, saying that the website's not loading. So I'm going to go get you the actual website link instead of typing it out. Cause it's a little, okay. um, so meditation, there are different forms of meditation. I know we wanted to get onto that. Um, so for me, my favorite ones are writing and that doesn't mean journaling in because journaling can be overwhelming just as much as meditation. So writing, um, art, um, physical meditation, right? So if you go for a walk or a run or a jog or boxing or whatever it is that you like to do, um, mm -hmm. another one would be, um, listening to music. Music for me is one of my favorites. Um, losing myself in whatever is going on at that point. Yeah. There's many types of meditation that I use, but basically what I want people to understand about emotions is that meditation is not a way to something. That's all I'm saying. It's not a way to release your emotions, not a way to get something done. When you put a target on meditation, it's for something it loses its purpose, in my opinion, because the idea is to observe, to, my definition of meditation is, is observing without changing anything about it, without doing anything about it. Because again, when we go into doing, it's not for me, the meditation. Obviously you can have a focus point, you can do meditative, you can mindfulness, you can do uh, you know, mindful walking, whatever it is, you can incorporate doing in the thing, but it's not the purpose of meditation. And the way I treat meditation is that, Yes, we meditate because it's our natural born right to be happy and to just be quiet with ourselves, see what comes up, what bothers us, who we are, and what is our authentic power like we talked about. But to me, emotions are about finding intakes for emotions. It's about finding outlets for emotions. It's about learning how to express it. So all those ways that you were talking about, journaling, morning pages, which is a bit different than journaling. If anybody's interested, I will explain about that. But all these type of ways to listen to music, to lose your way in the thing, yes, they're very meditative, but they're also ways to express. So you got to learn to take into have good intakes for emotions, outlets for emotions, and you need to learn how to deal with them, how to express with them. And the way I do it, I just, I say the simple sentence that says, we have to feel and deal in order to heal. So that's very easy to remember, very easy to kind of understand that this is where your mindset should be. You got to feel it first. Anything that you're doing to try and avoid the feeling is just prolonging the feeling. That's why you have those panic attacks in the end. That's why you have those depressions. That's why when you sit down, you can't even stand being with yourself for one second. Your meditation is your birthright. If you feel every moment until the meditation, you won't have that much buildup. Then you have to deal with it. And like you said, expressing it, doing something about it, and then you can heal from it. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And that's the thing. Meditation can be whatever it is to anybody. 
right? Anything that we talk about, whether it's on this episode, on, you know, the show, anywhere, your mm-hmm. interpretation of something is your own. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, maybe I don't look at it the same way somebody else does. That's the beauty of it. That is the beauty of spirituality. And yeah. I think that when it comes to embracing your emotions, you know, what, however you embrace them, whether that is writing them down and burning the piece of paper when you're done, whether that is screaming them or talking them, there are so many different ways that we can embrace our emotions. But I think the number one thing that people need to realize is they're there for a purpose. And we've been saying that this entire episode. And I know Karen's mentioned that specifically in this and episode. And you have to express them. Yeah. They're and there for a purpose and you have to express them. So yep. these techniques, if they don't work for you, find something that works for you because you have to express them they get bottled up inside of you that's what illness and disease come from diseases come from the sense of disease in the body we literally store all that yuckiness inside yeah that's where trauma comes into play and all those things so find a way to feel your feelings that's what meditation is to me look at your thoughts feel your feelings be with yourself for 5 10 15 minutes a day and then throughout your day be aware of what's going on and and work on expressing it so you don't end up being rageful being resentful you don't end up in places you don't want to be and even if you do end up with them again feel don't try to run away from it don't make it the scariest thing in the world and express it So find your own ways to express things, especially you guys, if you have kids, especially if you have kids, give them ways to express their feelings and don't just like, oh, never mind. Everything's going to be okay. Don't worry. Don't cry. It's all good. Crying is good. Crying is a release. Crying is energy, like moving on to the next form uh, from the body. Sadness and um, anger is really sadness in disguise so everything is good with crying and expressing and journaling and all that kind of beautiful stuff find your way to do it sorry i'm just responding um energy pulsar it may be easier just to message me um and yeah the link was uh the program that i did was a live round of the program Um, and I will be launching it as a do-it-yourself course, uh, in the near future. So absolutely. Um, I'm just in the midst of updating all my websites. (laughs) I have six of them. So I'm in the midst of updating all of those. Um, emotions, there's so much stuff we go through with our emotions, right? Um, I was trying to pull up a PDF that I did a few years ago when I first started coaching and it was the embrace your positivity guide. And, you know, this was when I first started coaching and I called myself a positivity coach, right? That was before I saw toxic positivity, right? My way of being a positivity coach was to embrace the negativity and go, okay, what is this teaching me and using it, right? Mm -hmm. So number one for me, for anybody who wants to embrace their emotions is feel it let yourself just sit with it. You have to acknowledge it. And I hate saying you have to, but acknowledging the emotion and saying, this is how I feel. Even to yourself, though, this is how I'm feeling right now, or this is the emotion that I'm, that I'm experiencing right now. And just acknowledging that it's there is powerful. Right. And that helps. 
you cannot move on without those points because you didn't give that energy to rotate into something else. If you don't look at it, identify what it is. What am I working with? What's going on with me right now? How are you being authentic? How are you being in your power? What kind of life it is when you're being a shell of yourself, not admitting, what are you feeling? What is going on with you? What, are you, what is your intuition? Where, is, where, where are you being called to? What kind of a life is that? That's a life of the opposite of authenticity. And yep. the fear, the fake fear that is behind feeling your feelings is not real. Every single time I've sat with a client that said to me, hey, like I have big traumas, things that you may not have heard of before. First of all, the first thing I would say is I've heard it all. <laughs> There's nothing I haven't heard yet. We all go through stuff and I hear them firsthand. So I have heard all of it. And second of all, when you look at the emotion without giving it all the meaning, you accumulated all the fear on top of it. You see, it's just a gentle little thing that wants love and attention. And it immediately disperses and it makes you feel better when you just sit with your emotions. So think what, what those traumas would have been if you dealt with them from the beginning. It wouldn't have evolved into such heavy, scary things. Yep. And I love that you said that because when you embrace, when you embrace whatever it is, or even acknowledge whatever it is that you're going through or that you've gone through, when you learn to look at it, when you embrace it, find out what's mm -hmm. causing it, find out what it's teaching you, you change your perspective of it. Right. So a trauma is actually a blessing. And now I'm going to, people are going to come at me for saying that and feel free. Cause I understand the, the negative incantation of that. But when you've experienced a trauma, there's a lesson in that, right? You, that lesson can be something as, you know, it made me stronger. It made me smarter. It made me learn how to stand up for myself or speak my truth or whatever that looks like when we go through those traumas, there are three guarantees in life and I don't, I don't want negativity on anybody, although I do know it's growth and I look at it in a completely different way. When mm -hmm. somebody goes through a negative experience, my heart breaks for them. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going in time, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to help you. Right. Yes. And it does. If you like you. Say, look, suffering is a guarantee in life. There is no moving. Oh, yeah. Negativity is pain. I mean, pain. <laughs> suffering is something you can, yeah. There's suffer suffering is something you can do something about, but pain is guaranteed. So pick your poison, pick your thing. Would you want to be in pain in relationships, with, at which I have been? Do you want to lose a family member, which I have uh, had? Which pain is it going to be? When you come in down and you have your soul contract or whatever you believe you chose to do on this world, uh, experience or whatever, you chose a certain type of poison to see who you are not so you can't live a life of just positivity that's the toxic part you need to be able to be good within yourself regardless of what's going on outside of you then power comes then authenticity parts then spirituality grows so if you are thinking that pain is something i need to be avoiding you are in for a ride my friend because that is not going to happen you just need to pick where is your pain gonna be because it's going to be that is a given so is it in the friends department is it in the motherhood department whatever it is that's coming up for you and I just recently had a talk with my sister and she said, that's a very, very mean thing, thing to say. I was like, it's only mean because you have taken on to yourself that pain means you have to suffer. Pain means you have to break down. Pain means that you have to carry it for years. If you allow the pain, you felt the pain, you move on from the pain, then the next thing show up, you would see that there's really 20% of pain in our life and 80% of beauty. 
even with big, massive traumas, yep. even with that. And so another phrase that I coined was negativity is the catalyst to positive growth. And that is, it is what it is, right? When we experience a trauma, we create beliefs based on that trauma, right? Based on the pain, based on the experience. Now, if you haven't processed that trauma and used it as a positive, like positive growth, right? You'll create 95% of our life is created based on our choices. 95% of our life. Our reality is based on what decisions we're making, what actions we're taking, um, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, how we're reacting or responding. We base everything on those. So if we're living a toxic positivity, right, we avoid everything that would possibly be negative. Look at COVID. And I don't like to talk about Why should it be positive? Look at COVID. Why should it be? That's where you need to to sit and think with yourself. Why should it be positive right now? Why? Because you are suffering. It's fine on its own. Yeah, so COVID. So we had five years of the positivity movement, at least by the time COVID hit. And for all the people, not all the people, for for a good percentage of people who were all about positivity and no negativity and no trauma and no stress and no overwhelm, nothing along those lines, COVID was was not a choice, right? If it if it, if it impacted your life or affected your your life, you had no choice but to deal with it, right? And like we were saying at the beginning, our emotions are like toddlers they're going to show up. So for me, COVID hit and it didn't disrupt my life very much. Me neither. I love that, to be honest. I like to say I liked what was happening to other people. I just love them. I would go out to the street and go on my walk and I would be like, wow, that peacefulness, the no cars, the being in the fresh air. I was like, that was probably like a lot of positive things for me. It's a matter of perspective. And there was a lot of negative negative things for people as well. And I'm not discounting that. So for anybody watching or, or catching the replay, I am not discounting the negative emotions and the negative experience you felt. Absolutely, they were not there so, and they are valid. Yeah. But they had a lesson. So you think of people who, I don't have time for my family. I don't have time. I don't have time for me. I don't have time for my family. I don't have time for this. Perfect example. Doing, yes. We're doing an episode on excuses on Thursday. So stay tuned yes. for that. But okay. all the excuses that I don't have time. And, and I call yes. them excuses because we control our day. So I don't have time for my family. I don't have time for me. I'm overwhelmed because I'm doing everything and I can't, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. I shared a story about my own overwhelm that when we started this episode, what is it teaching you? What is it teaching you? Right. When COVID hit, there were no excuses anymore. You got to spend time with your family. Yeah, so see how it's all around circle of coming back to about. when you're silent with yourself. This is what happens. All the yuckiness comes up. Now I need to escape into doing more and being more and all that stuff. So what happens when COVID hits? You have to spend time indoors with yourself, with your family, and then all that bullshit comes out. And that's what you need to be looking at. So you're asking, what can you learn from this? I'm asking, what's causing this? And I'm asking, what can we do to move past this? And why do you need that in your life? The, the, the lack of time mentality, there's two things that I encounter the most, I think, in my coaching. One is a sense of I'm stressed 
And stress has become a buzzword to just super glue on everything that we're feeling. I'm like, okay, you're stressed. What are you stressed about? What are you feeling? It's just stressing me out. Stress is a hormone in the body. People say, I'm very anxious. There is no such thing as anxiety. Anxiety is made out of two things, stress and worry in the mind. Stress is in the body, worry is in the mind. And so once you deal with the body and the emotion, once you deal with the worry in the mind, you're suddenly not anxious anymore. So it's that I'm constantly stressed and I don't have time for anything. Those are the two main things that are like, okay, but you are running away from something if you don't have time to deal with it. Point blank. Even if you, my family grew up with seven kids. You have time. Time is a thing. You may have time over the weekend. You may need to shed some things that you're not. A lot of the things on our, uh, the things on our schedules are shoulda, coulda, woulda things. Things I think I should do, I could do, I, I would do because somebody else expects me to. If you were being authentically yourself, you would have time for everything you need, point blank. And we can talk about it and get into the nitty gritty of it. But the reality is you're running from something. Now, it's just a matter of finding out what is that something? Why are you running? What's so scary? And how can we relax into it? And suddenly, not only are you finding time, but you're suddenly losing weight because you were holding all that running and that toxic energy in your body. Physical weight starts to, to, to shed off because we're talking about the body, mind, soul connection. And worry starts to relax. So you suddenly don't need your uh, you know, stress medication or depression medication or whatever it is that's going on in your life because, again, they're treating the Band-Aid. You're treating, I work with the core issue. What is the core issue of what you are feeling? What is really underneath all of that stuff? Where's that trauma coming from? What are you actually afraid of? For me, for my whole life, it was control. Needing to control things to make them like me because I was constantly feeling like I didn't belong, like I'm not safe. That was my thing growing up. I don't belong, I'm not safe. Okay, but I learned to deal with that. I learned to do that in order to deal with the reality of me feeling unsafe. That's what fixed me needing to control everything. So again, you rushing enough and not having time is the band-aid. That's happening outside of you. Why are you doing that? Because you feel like you're not enough when you're just you with you on your own. Then you can go deal with that. And that will, the banded stuff, the experiences, the, the behaviors will melt down when you deal with the core issue of what's going on. Because yeah. they stem from that. Yeah, absolutely. I, my clients tell me that I'm like uh, antibiotics, right? 90% um, of my clients have been through counseling. And mm -hmm. I love counseling. I love therapy. Thank you now. I love, I, I too. no yeah. I, I think that working hand in hand is great, yeah, not can. a problem, but most of my clients have found more success working with me for three months than working with a counselor for two years. Mm -hmm. And it's because it's that core, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not the symptoms we're treating. It's not the symptoms that we're working on. We're working on the actual issue, right? Yeah. What are you hiding I love from? when a client sits in front of me and that you see them like this. I'm like, you like, can't wait to tell me your story, right? Yeah. That's the feeling I initially say. When somebody sits in front of me, I see them like this. They're, they're just like, they can't wait to tell me their story. I'm like, leave the story. What is this really about? That's how I start my session. And they're like, oh. You could see them deflate because they were so wanting to tell the story because talking about what really hurts is scary.
is frightening. And that's how I teach to embrace our emotions. What is this really about? So you can move on from this and I can be constantly, maybe when I'm 90, one day I'll be able to solve the things that in three months I'll be able, we can have a transformation in this very session, an hour is a long time. Let's talk now, here and now, what we can do, how we can embrace our feelings. And that's what that core issue that we were talking about. And, but for some reason it's, people find it scary because to them sitting with pain, was never taught, was never taught. When we were falling down as kids and we scraped our knees, we wouldn't get a chance to sit and be with how much it hurts. It would be like, don't worry about it. When I get home, I'll give you ice cream. And, and it's constantly moving past that. And when you move through that, it never happens again. It just disappears from the body. Anybody that watches, you know, Brandon Bays with The Journey or uh, Christine Hassler that does life coaching or Michael A. Singer that does spirituality. Whoever aspect is, is you're looking at, it's about dealing through the things, not above and under. So above would be like, the, yeah, the, the experience. Go through the experience, go through the feeling. That's the fastest way to get to where you want. Don't jump above and have the addiction. Don't dig under and go to all the psychological and analyzing and the deep stuff that we can do. But you have to go through the experience, not above, not underneath. Yep, for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, is there anything you'd like to add before we get going? Um, to me, if I were watching this episode, I would think with myself, what can I do right now to deal with my emotions? That's what I would do. I would find two or three, two, three things that are something I can do easily, daily, weekly to express what's on my chest. That's the first thing you have to do. So release, release. Go into, like you said, you were loving to drive with your music and talk and whatever it is to yourself, scream, cry, be angry. That's what I'm saying. If you're angry, grab a pool noodle, go outside to something soft, like, uh, like a pillow or bed or something that doesn't cause you or that thing any harm and just start hitting for five minutes straight. Release that anger. That anger wants to be expressed. When you're keeping it locked in, it will just grow. Go hit something in a, a controlled, safe environment. Go swim. Feeling sad, so go swim. Go get that energy out of your body. Go to a place where you can scream. Scream in your head. Just visualize yourself screaming. Our mind doesn't know reality from, from reality, from fake, from reality. You can visualize everything you need in your head. Sit with your emotions. Two minutes a day. Sit with your emotions. Don't call it meditating. Don't call it anything. Ask yourself, what is going on for me? What am I, what am I feeling? Your life will change. That is the change. Your life will change. Don't, don't do anything more than that. Sounds scary and big. And maybe I need to have somebody work with me. And da, 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 da. You can. All that is beautiful. Two minutes a day. Sit with your emotions. Let them roll into something new. And you will see a change. And my intention of coming into this session was not to present myself as a coach, was to get one person maybe possibly to hear the fact that they don't have to run away from their feelings. I have made my mark. I have said my piece. I can go now in peace. <laughs> that, that is my intention because a lot of people that I talk to grow up and they just don't hear their, that from their surroundings. You cannot sit with your feelings. Men, women, it doesn't matter. You can, you should, it's safe, it's easy, start small and get there. Yeah. And your life, your love, your 
whole body will appreciate you for it if oh. you sit with those emotions, right? Yeah. And people get, so if anybody's scared of sitting with your emotions, because what happens if I get stuck there? What happens? You're in control. Mm-hmm. You get to control just how long you end up sitting in those emotions for. You get to control, set a timer, right? Um, if you are sitting with that, those emotions and you're feeling very heavy, do the 15 second breathing technique, 15 seconds, 15. <laughs> inhale, count to five while you inhale, hold for five, exhale for five. That has to be the most relaxing breathing technique I have ever seen in my entire life. And I absolutely love it. I do it myself. And the way that your body reacts, relaxes after that, you have no emotional buildup at that point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So sit with the emotions, do the breathing, and then logically start to think about where am I? Yeah. Or you can actually come in with a perspective of it's not about getting stuck with emotions. Emotions is- it's my natural place. It's calling to me. I'm calling to it. Why don't I just go get stuck, get lost, go jump head first into the emotions. They're not here to hurt you. They love you. They're an expression of you. Don't try to meditate to make sure that you don't get stuck in there. Go, go get lost. Go be curious. Go bring that in. See what happens. You know, be, be open to the uh, possibility that open it up. If there's no monster under the, the bed or in the closet. There's just not. And trust you me, I've, I've heard it all. There is no monster under there in the closet. It's just in your head. It's just fear. If you deal with fear first, you'll be able to deal with anger, with sadness, with the sense of worth, with all of the things that are underneath that. A lot of frustration in our day-to-day life. And you suddenly be in a situation that you've had before you, where you would get so angry, something you're not so frustrated about. And then you barely even paying attention that the driver in front of you is actually driving slowly and pissing you off. That's the beauty. It changes on its own. Yep. Not scary, you guys. Go be curious. Thank you, kitty cat. <laughs> All right, just a family. Um, and if any of you want to connect with either myself or Karen, you can do so. Our links are in the description. You can connect. You can get involved. You can follow us. Uh, find out what we have coming up or just have a chat, right? So definitely click the links. Our sponsors today, Phoenix Identity with PDF, Stop Your Stress. If you want to learn more about stress, go to that PDF. Um, like I said, reach out. We're, we're here and we're available. That's why we're on these episodes. We just want to get people talking, different perspectives, and it's okay to be where you are, where you're at. It's okay to be not okay. So know that, stay with that. That's totally fine. Amen. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciated it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. All right. Well, just a family, I hope you have a wonderful afternoon, morning, or evening, depending on where and when you're watching. I am Melissa Crutchler. I'm your host. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.